0: Welcome to the Hub City Homers. Uh, this is Kendall here. I'm going out today solo. Um, I believe we're on episode 70 today, which uh, it's pretty pretty exciting. Um, today I'm just gonna kind of walk you guys through uh the loss to TCU, the heartbreaker um on Saturday, and then we'll look ahead to the Kansas game on Tuesday and possibly even the uh, Oklahoma State game on Saturday. So. You know, I'm just going to kind of jump right into it. Let's get into this TCU game. Um, It was a heartbreaker. It truly, truly was, not just because of the way that the game ended, but because of what this game really did to Tex tournament hopes. Uh, You were on the bubble. A win could possibly catapult you into the field with how games went on Saturday and Sunday. But, unfortunately, uh, they drop it. They... Are now very much on the outside looking in. And the only route to an at-large bid would be winning in Lawrence uh, on Tuesday night. And that's just... That's a hell of a hill to climb. So, you know, let's talk about what happened. Um, You know, Tech really couldn't get a stop when it mattered. Uh, They couldn't get a rebound when it mattered. Uh, You know, Mike Miles was impossible to stop. Uh, He... He had 24 on 50% shooting. Um, you know, and I'm going to give credit where it's due. Mike Miles is probably the best player in the conference. Um, that probably, you know, I don't know that there's 10 guys better than him uh, when he's healthy in the nation. So, you know, I'm not upset about not being able to stop Mike Miles. But what does kind of infuriate me is, you know, this team just couldn't get a rebound, which. Is such a far cry, you know, from what we've been seeing. Me, Jack, and Reed talked last episode uh, about how much better the rebounding is. We've been out rebounding opponents at will. Um, The last three wins against, you know, Oklahoma, West Virginia, and Texas were solely because of the way we were able to rebound and dominate the paint, and that just didn't happen in this game, you know. And what's even more frustrating about that is TCU is without Eddie Lampkin, who's one of the best bigs uh, in the entire Big 12. So, you know, just a lot of frustrating aspects. Uh, But to me, the biggest backbreaker was just the defense in this game. Um, You know, a lot of backdoor cuts, a lot of just lazy defense that, uh, you know, we're at a point in the season that there's not an easy fix. But... And it seemed like it was improving, but then it just broke down. You're not going to win many big 12 games at all when you let up 83 points. And that was the case in this game. Um, Tech was very, very good offensively. They got good shots. Um, You know, they moved the ball. They were getting good looks and looks basically every single possession. Um, You know, they had 12 turnovers, which... All things considered, that's very good, but they only forced 10. So... You know, it's just frustrating when we go back and look at what could have been done to win this basketball game. It just felt like TCU wanted it more, which it's hard to understand when, you know, Tech needed this win. to For the resume, for, for any chance at wanting to get into the tournament, Tech needed to win this basketball game. And they kind of fumbled it. Um, you had a lead with less than 10 seconds left and ultimately I felt that that foul wasn't a shooting foul but you know you let a guy get right into the paint that can't happen especially when you're in a zone like that cannot happen um you know this game was so winnable on so many levels but I'm gonna kind of talk about what I feel is the number one thing that kind of ruined this team's chances um you know I love both Davion Harmon and Pop Isaacs. I just don't think that they're a good combo, um, especially on the defensive end. I don't think that you can play those two at the same time for consistent minutes um, because of the lapses that can happen on defense. And it's not because of their ability, it's because of their size. They're two guards that are smaller. Um, you know, they are two guys that. I just think, do not fit together in a Mark Adams mold. Um, I felt Elijah Fisher should have been out there much more. Um, you know, his length, his athleticism is exactly what Tech really needed on the defensive end of the ball. And for some reason, uh, he just wasn't out there very much. You know, he had 15 minutes. He had eight points on three or four shooting, including a very big three to help Tech kind of make the comeback that they did. But, um, you know, he wasn't on the floor in the big moments. And I think it cost this team because he was really the kind of the difference maker on the defensive side of the ball. Um, he was what was giving Tech a chance to get stops. And, you know, what else killed Tech was I felt that they, in the first half... Um, they weren't using Fardaz Amac the way he needed to be used. He was settling for some perimeter jumpers. He needed to be down in the paint without Eddie Lampkin playing. He needed to be dominating down in the paint, and he just wasn't down there. And it was infuriating to watch because um, Kevin O'Bander did a great job down there. Um, I felt that he was fighting, but Amac was—they were—he was letting TCU kind of push him out towards the perimeter. Um, defensively, Amat got cooked multiple times. Uh, he was getting cooked out there. Uh, that's not his fault. You know, TCU is a you know smaller athletic team, and uh, I thought Mark Adams did a good job by going into zone to try to mask him. But in the end, good teams find a way to beat a zone because you know a zone's just kind of you know where you it's like a last resort, especially for Texas Tech um but you know we talked about the bad but you know there's no going back and fixing this win so how do you kind of move from this well what I took away from this game on the offensive side of the ball was that you have probably four or five guys in your starting lineup alone that can go and get a bucket when you need it um the offense that sparked this comeback was amazing. Davion Harmon, when he gets his head down, when he is going, he is elite. You know, he is almost impossible to stop. I said this to the guys a couple weeks ago, but he really does remind me of Keenan Evans. Um, sometimes, not all, not in all ways, but the way he can attack the rim, adjust, can make about just any layup out there. Um, it's a very rare thing. In college basketball, and he's almost perfected it. Um, I want to give a lot of credit to Kevin O'Banner. Uh, he started out slow, but that second half it was all him. He he was incredible. You know, he got offensive rebounds when we needed them. He uh, he kept us alive, really. Uh, hit a contested corner three, which essentially is now his trademark. You know, and then Jalen Tyson he showed more of that nba potential in this game. He went 5 of 6, 2 of 2 from 3. Um he hit some amazing shots. He hit the shot that put tech up uh, 82 to 81 and you know that what's so frustrating is how close tech was. Um they were right there. And that's let me tell you right now, that TCU team When healthy, they haven't been healthy the majority of this season, but when healthy, that's a top 10 basketball team in the nation. Uh, You know, I watched them, anybody that knows me knows that I live here in Iowa. Um, You know, I watched them when they were fully healthy play against Iowa in the non-conference slate, and they absolutely dominated them. Every aspect of the game. And, you know, that's what TCU has done when they've been healthy. I think the only team that's really, really beaten them fully healthy, when you think about it, Kansas did. But um, other than that, there's not many that did. Um, most of the games that they lost, they either didn't have Lampkin, they didn't have Miles, or they didn't have both. So, And they've stayed afloat. You know, to be unhealthy most of the season and still sit at 8-8, eight and eight, um, that's impressive. So I'm going to give TCU all the kudos in the world. They deserve it. They fought like hell to stay alive this season and just keep themselves in a halfway decent position going into March. So, you know, that's a team that Tech definitely needed to beat, but sometimes when a team is more talented than you, it's a tough ask. And I do think that not only is the, was that TCU team more talented, I think that you know, that group has been together now for longer. And uh, when it came down to making winning plays, they made the winning plays. So, you know, it sucks. It really hurts because this destroys uh, a lot of text tournament hopes. But, you know, there's still hope. You know, you could go into Allen Fieldhouse and win. Unlikely, yes, but it's an opportunity. And that's all you can ask for. You have to win out these last two games against Kansas and Oklahoma State. And you probably have to win one or two in Kansas City. But, um, you know, let's talk about this Kansas game, though. Um, it It's going to be tough. Kansas is playing their best basketball um, like they do. Uh, they're the Kansas Jayhawks. When they get close to this time of the year, they ramp it up. That's what Bill Self does as a coach. Um, haven't lost since February 4th on the road against Iowa State. Um, they just they just eked out a win against West Virginia at home. But, um, you know, they last weekend they dominated Baylor. This week they beat TCU on the road. So... Uh, it's going to be tough. Let's talk about what Tech is going to have to do. Well, they definitely are going to need to dominate in the paint. Um, and I think they can. You know, this isn't your typical Kansas team. They don't have the size. They don't have that Udoka Azubuike. They don't have that David McCormick. Um, hell, they don't even really have a Mitch Lightfoot type of guy on this year's team. They are vulnerable down in the paint. Um, you know, West Virginia out-rebounded them 34-26, to and there was times that Tech was able to dominate West Virginia on the boards. Um, the first time Tech played Kansas, it came down to the last possession. Um, Fardaz AMAC didn't play, so, you know, there's that. There's, like, Tech can definitely compete with this Kansas team. I think this Kansas team will compete with just about anyone, because, uh, you know, they're not as talented as they have been in the past. But what they lack in talent, I think this team is much better on the defensive end. I think they are really gritty. So, it's it's going to be tough. Uh, Kansas hasn't lost an Allen Fieldhouse on Senior Day since 1980. So, <laughs> it's going to be hard. But, you know... How do you how do you beat Kansas in Allen Fieldhouse? You have to make shots. Uh, you know, Davion Harmon, Jalen Tyson, Kevin O'Banner, Pop Isaacs. Basically, all your big names have to show up in this game. And, you know, you also have to get stops. You have to stop Grady Dick. You have to stop Jalen Wilson. Uh, KJ Adams. Like, all of them. You have to make their lives hell. And... Tech isn't going to do that playing the way they have been. But, on the flip side, I think Tech matches up pretty decently uh, with Kansas. I think that we have the size advantage down in the post. Um, I think there is somewhat of a mismatch um, between who Pop is going to guard. Because outside of Dewan Harris, every single person... In this starting lineup for Kansas, the shortest the other guy besides Dewan Harris is Kevin McCuller at six six, and we all know what Kevin McCuller can do. You know, on smaller guys, he he can kind of feast sometimes. It's uh, so I I don't know if you change up the starting lineup. I personally, that's what I would like to see. I would like to see Elijah Fisher in the starting lineup and have Pop come off the bench because that bench spark against West Virginia to me was the reason. Tech won that game. I liked what I saw from Pop Isaac's off the bench. But you know, it's it's gonna be hard. The scout there is no scouting report for this Kansas team because they play different every single game. There's gonna be one game they could drop 90 on you, but the next game, you know, it could be a fifty five to fifty, like just thought out game. They, they have played so many different styles this year. Um, they're your normal great offensive team that you expect from Kansas. They shoot the ball great from three. Um, you know, Jalen Wilson leads them in scoring, but they have four guys that average double figures. Um, Dewan Harris isn't far behind. Um, Dewan Harris is averaging uh, six assists per game, not even two turnovers. Um, he's basically having a 3-to-1 uh, assist-to-turnover ratio. That's w- insane. That's just insane. Um, you know, we all know what Kevin McCuller can do on the defensive end. He's he's a pest. He is an aggressive guy that, you know, he's averaging two steals a game, but he doesn't even lead his team in steals per game. That's Jalen Wilson, who averages two point four. Or, excuse me, um, DeWan Harris averages 2.2. 2. So, and the weak spot on this defense is probably Grady Dick, but that's just because he's a freshman. So, this is going to be a tough game, y'all. Uh, we have to sit here and, yeah, we got to believe. But it's going to be difficult. Um, Just kind of... Keep it on, though. How do the Red Raiders pull this off, in Allen? You have to be flawless. Um, offensively, keep creating good looks. Keep moving that basketball. Keep having great off-ball movement. You know that is how you beat Kansas: is you make shots, you have great off-ball movement, and you gotta defend. You know you gotta defend. The rotations have to be perfect. Defensively, we have to be perfect to win now in Fieldhouse. Rebounding-wise, you gotta be aggressive. You gotta crash those boards on the offensive end and on the defensive end. You cannot get out rebounded by a team that is so much smaller than you. You know, Fardan's aim at Kevin O'Banner. They gotta step up. They gotta get physical down low. They gotta fight. And you know, the refs won't be on your side in Allen Fieldhouse. They never are for anyone. That doesn't matter. you got to keep going. you gotta, you got to get physical. You called for a foul. It's going to happen. You can't play stupid. And let's just talk about it. The bench, they need to be good. You know, Elijah Fisher's got to come in. He's got to keep being a pest. Uh, I'd like to see Kerwin Walton get in there, get some good shots. Lamar Washington, he's got to be good. You know, he's got to facilitate. He's got to defend well. Um, if K.J. Allen and Robert Jennings get in there, they got to be f- – those two especially, when they get in, they got to be menaces down low. They got to be physical because we all know they can be. And, you know, I think a guy like Robert Jennings, who's athletic, could be key against a guy like K.J. Adams. Um, but this has got to be a breakout game for Ferdas AMAC, in my opinion. This has got to be a game that he dominates. You know, you have – A four inch advantage on KJ Adams, but even more so, you're the much bigger guy. Um, You know, I'm not saying that he's got to go absolutely insane, but, you know, a double double is a must. Um, And I think that getting pop open shots is going to be important. Getting Davion Harmon open looks. Getting Jalen Tyson. This is kind of a statement game. NBA eyes will be on this game. Go go, make a name for yourself, you know? And that's what this whole team's thought process has to be. You have to be playing together, but go shock the nation because that's the only way you're getting into the tournament is if you beat the Kansas Jayhawks in Allen Fieldhouse. The only chance at an at-large bid is winning in Allen Fieldhouse and going and beating Oklahoma State and then probably winning a game in Kansas City. That's the only route. Now, I think it's very possible. You know, I think that we've seen so many glimpses from this Tech team that seems like they know how to close some games. And it seems like they are figuring stuff out. But Kansas is next to impossible. This is like the final boss. This is the the big battle, the big showdown. And it's all on the line here. So, how do you respond? Uh how how do you keep moving? Well, you got to throw the first punch and it's got to be a hard one and you got to keep your foot on the gas pedal. But you never know what's going to happen. Um I'm not going to give a prediction because in my heart I do think that tech is gonna win, but you know, it it's gonna be tough. So, you know, we're gonna keep going looking forward. We're gonna keep repping these this team. Um I really am looking forward to this game because I think it's gonna be a fun one. But you know, just watch with some optimism because it's gonna be a tough, hard fought battle. You know Mark Adams is gonna have the guys ready to fight. Um but that's kind of all I got. Uh, just wreck them and we'll talk to you guys. I think we'll have another episode dropping later this week. So be on the lookout for that. Thank you guys for sitting here, listening along with me. It was a quick old solo one, but uh, felt like we knocked out some good stuff here. So wreck them and we'll see you guys soon.